You are listening to the Park Flyer Podcast, where we discuss our RC adventures. Welcome to the Park Flyer Podcast, where we discuss the ups and downs of the new RC Flyer. Join your hosts, Michael and Jay, as they take flight at the park. Now on with the show. Welcome to the Park Fire Podcast. I'm Michael from Arizona, and with me always are my good friends, Jay from the hills of Texas, and AK Mike in Texas, and Shannon G and Mesa AZ. Right on. Trust me every time. I know. I, I love that. Actually, I told that to my wife, and she thought that was awesome. She's like, oh my yeah. gosh, that sounds so great. He's so, the only cool guy kudos. in this group, truly. I know. He is the only cool guy in the group, but anyway... Well, we uh, want to thank you for joining us uh, again um, after uh, um, you know our birthday episodes, and we finally got back around to uh, having Shannon uh, kind of give us a heads up. The last, uh, I guess, couple episodes ago, we were doing an episode, and uh, Shannon was all excited because he had picked up his new uh, Extreme Flight Turbo Duster, uh, and he has had a smaller version, I think, forty-four inch one, and right. now he got the bigger one, right? And uh, so, anyway, I know. Or 65 Oh, it's yeah. not like a and UMX then, uh, turbo duster? I know. He didn't go down. So he went bigger. Nice. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he's American, so he go yeah, bigger. Yeah. Go bigger, grande. Stronger. <laughs> bigger go home. Grande. Uh, so anyway, uh, so we promised him that we would come back around, circle back around uh, to him and uh, and talk a little bit about it. So, uh, Shannon, take us through the – I know you brought it home. Uh, take us through the setup, the build, the setup, and uh, and your maiden. Wait, wait, right. wait, before you start, oh. though, uh, before wait. you start, though, Shannon, I just want to know, did this thing have an escape in it? Oh, uh, not be quiet. escape. <laughs> Jay, an escape. But um, bump. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. We'll be here the rest of the half hour, so. That's I know, right? right? We'll just, we're just, your waitress just, by, just by doing that, he's going to just be like, you know, thread us with a bunch of, you know, hey, it's not an escape, it's an ESC. Okay, yeah. we get it. It's a tip of the wing to you there. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> tip of the wing. Oh, my gosh. All right, Shannon. Take us through. You, All right. So, yeah, so I'm so excited. I got this. I, I have the little turbo duster. And you guys, I've had that as long as I've known you guys, I think. Mm-hmm. And I love it. And uh, just, oh, my God, I got to get the big one. And I got a little bonus that I didn't know I was going to get. I'm like, okay, there's the money for it. Order Did your it wife now? Um, <laughs> your wife? No. Maybe. Oh, uh-huh. Don't, she don't does now. It. Thank you very much. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thanks, AK Mike. <laughs> Hope you go back to AK real soon. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so I get it. Um, I got a motor off of Amazon. I got like I spent a ton of money on servos because I went I went like full bore with Ooh. the servos. Yeah, I got high. What kind of servos that. did you get? The high tech. Yeah, whatever ones it said. Oh wow. So. But uh, so I, you know, so I started grabbing all the stuff and I got it and I put it together and the, uh, the control hardware, like for the ailerons and the elevators and that, it's good, but it's hard to adjust. Like it's not like fully functional turnbuckles mm-hmm. and this will be an important part of the story. So, so oh, I yeah. said, okay, I'm going to replace this with like, you know, I think it's like two millimeter, you know, ball joints. I went to three millimeter, but I was doing like the metal arms on the, uh, on the high-tech servos that you can literally mm-hmm. screw a three millimeter into. And I got, you know, three millimeter turnbuckles. And a lot of this was car hardware. Uh, just, it's just easy to get. Right. So, you know, I'm taking my sweet time putting the thing together and then I'm like, okay, now I got to put, put it, you know, put it in high gear. The motor mount, 
barely like it was just a like a tenth of a millimeter off but because of the size of the bolts it was like just trying to shoehorn this thing onto the plane and it, <laughs> i'm like trying, trying to fit a square peg in a round uh, hole oh yeah with just just well just barely like, like a you know it was just barely off and finally yeah. I'm like i'm grinding and get it all together so so i get all this stuff set up you know I'm, i put the i'm, I'm, I'm using the, the free sky uh tandem radio so i put in one of the um I put in one of the stabilizer receivers because I got the stabilizer working in my other duster. So I'm like, okay, well, I know how to do this. So I'm going to make it in there. Mm -hmm. So I got it all set up. You know, I test it all out and I'm just waiting for, you know, a good day to go maiden it. And uh, I go out and, you know, there were still some things I hadn't quite, you know, I was just like, okay, I'm going to set up when I get to the field. So I'm in the field and I'm doing this, doing that, checking everything. And I finally get it, you know, it's, it's fires up. It just, you know, purring, it's calling my name. It's like that scene in uh, uh, The Aviator, you know, where he's like, oh, I can yeah, hear yeah. She's talking to me, Odie. She's talking, talking to, to you. Me. Yeah, she was talking <laughs> to me. Uh, so I take it out there. And I think I think it was, I think James, it was James or Bob was, you know, I always ask for a little co-pilot just in case I need one. Uh, I'm like, oh, just in case, you know, because like this plane, you know, just I, I already have one small, but I love this plane. I'm like, hope it doesn't crash. So I take <laughs> off. Not a lick of trim, just oh, no. straight into the air, you know, just, and, you know, the first flight just, you know, come around. I didn't, I didn't, my, my uh, throws were good. You know, I'm doing, you know, I'm doing rolls. I did a nice loop. You know, I did a split S. I'm just, oh my God, I love this plane. I'm just, I'm loving it. And, uh, you know, I come around and I land. It's like, oh, what a, what a glorious day. I was like, I can't wait for the second one. You know? and so I, uh, yeah, I was just like, oh, everyone's, oh man, that was great. Cause, and uh, somebody's like, uh, I'm like, I didn't know. I'm like, I didn't do any trim there. I go, yeah, we didn't hear that little, beep, you know, the little click, <laughs> click, click, click. Uh, like, I, so, so I was like, oh yeah. So I'm all, I'm jazzed. You know, and I, I, I did a kind of once over looking at things, making sure everything was still okay. And then, uh, Second battery's charged. You know, finally charged up. I I wait till to got till I got there and charged it up. And I go and take off. And I'm flying around. And on the second flight, coming around on the east end, like we're coming in to land, like you know, where we come where we land on the east side. I wasn't landing, but right. come around on the east end. All of a sudden, I hear this, whap 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 whap, and the plane's just all over the place, and I cannot control it. And oh, no. I mean, and it's just kind of like sitting there hovering, like. It's oh, like no. I'm doing 3D, but I don't want to do 3D. <laughs> and I'm just like, I'm trying to get it back. And I, I'm like, uh, I, this isn't going to happen. So I just kind of cut the throttle and and let it go in. <sighs> oh, <Wasn't... sighs> no. Yeah. Wait, you lawn darted that thing? I lawn darted that thing. Lawn darted. Nice. <laughs> okay. Thanks okay. a lot. I knew uh, you were going to be able to figure out how to get that in this podcast episode. <laughs> So, so did, you know, we go ahead. Did you did you have a uh, gyro or anything in there? Uh, I well, the I have it in there, but I didn't have it on. So I was because ah. I just I, so the you know I like to do, fly it a couple times without it, but I did not have it on. Right. Uh, I totally disabled it. Like it wasn't like it wouldn't even, it couldn't even come on. I just had it. I had it. I don't need no stupid gyro. Well, the way that plane no, no, flew no, I, I, until then, right? Yeah, no. The way the way he was kind of describing it. You, you, but like even you then, it, like the, it was trying to do stuff. I was thinking maybe even the help, gyro though. was fighting to stay alive and you know keep it alive. Yeah, and, no, it was totally yeah. out. Yeah, it wasn't even. Yeah, it oh, was like oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Just dis disabled as possible. 
So we, we, we make the walk of shame, me and a couple of the guys, and I'm just like, what the heck happened? And we get there, and my first thing is, you know, it, it, I'm like, okay, it's toast. You know, there's so it's it's everywhere. destroyed, right? I mean, it well, nose it, dived in, or yeah, but it wasn't as bad as I thought. So it, it wasn't like okay. I wasn't that high off the ground, so it mm-hmm. didn't like pile drive in, but it went in. Um, you know, there's a, there's some, definitely some you know, movement of earth, you know, from, right, <laughs> where, right, from right. the impact. <laughs> That's definitely that. Um, so we were so I'm looking at one of the ailerons had like completely come off. You know, like at the hinges. So my first thought was, okay, maybe I didn't glue those hinges in well, but I was pretty, I guess mean, I pulled on those for, for days. Mm-hmm. That was the first thought, you know, I'm just, you know, you're just kind of like, ah, whatever. So we're walking back and when we get back to the table, the most obvious thing that occurs to me. So of all of that car hardware, the three millimeter screws and whatnot, one of the three millimeter screws that was, uh, went right into the servo, came out. Uh. Completely came out, and you could see where the 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 ball joint, like like tapped on the on the monocoat, if you want to call it monocoat, you know whatever covering. It was you know when it did the whap 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 whap. You know it was like it was mm-hmm. like a drum. You know it's like a bit like 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 you know Alex Van Halen had pounded on the drum for for an hour right. um so that so that so that just that oscillation from that aileron just it just made it uncontrollable and because everyone's like oh well you still had another aileron i go yeah but this thing was flapping all over the place so it was just causing disturbance and you just couldn't mm-hmm. recover so so after i i brought it all home after i i kind of left it alone for a, a couple days i went out and i started to look at it and i go you know what this isn't that bad because when it when it when it when it went in, you know it went in mildly. The the canopy and the cowl obviously they're done for. But I already ordered spare canopy and cowl. So already I'm just in case that was gonna something would happen with mm-hmm. them. So I already have those. The wing panels are mm, one I could probably fix. One no way. So I'm like, well I'm just gonna get both wing panels, and the tail's fine. And like the and the way these. Um, extreme flight planes are built they have like a motor box yeah the only thing the motor box is the only thing that's really disintegrated everything else behind the fire wheel the firewall right and the rest of the fuse is you know there's a few little crinks and you know i can probably just you know glue you know good you know maybe a little reinforcement but um i think she's gonna get back in the air so nice there's a silver lining if if at all possible uh well but the the main reason i say on this I was going to say on this next maiden that you do, you need to have Matt Ventura because he likes to fly around his airplanes with the with the surfaces barely hanging on. <laughs> I mean, at the Electric Festival, he, I know Mike and I walked up there, and I was like, Matt, this this aileron and elevator are barely. I mean, they're not. They move like you know an inch. Yeah. He's like, oh, I like it like that. And I was like, yeah, sure. I, I, I think glued I glued it all together. Glue, yeah, as I remember right, Mike, he's like, you didn't even care what Matt said. You just went and glued it. He's like, what are you doing? It's like, I'm gluing this stuff. He goes, I don't want it to be glued. Too bad. I'm still doing it. He's like, you <laughs> didn't did even let him shoes. Then he went out and flew uh, it, and he was like all over the sky. And he's like, I'm not used to how this thing is so reactive. I was like, of course not. Your that, control services are hanging off the side of the airplane. So maybe, that, maybe um, let him fly. Is it that... Uh... Flex Innovations, that extra 300 uh-huh. is. Oh, yeah. yeah that thing has it was. Been, been <laughs> it was all beat up. But the control services, I could literally pull them and push them. I was like, Matt, you, I cannot believe you actually fly this thing. Oh. But, I got uh, I got him so, anyway, so yeah. mad. 
I got him so mad. Yeah, yesterday we're at, we're at, uh, at the field and some jet event. He's like, "Hey, can you close your door?" You know, because he wanted to park like right next to me. So I'm like, "Okay," you know, I'm like, "Whatever." So I go and close my door, and you know, he backs in, and he, he, you know, he's got a uh, the you know, the electric lift gate that pops up. So the electric uh-huh. lift gate's uh-huh. co- coming up. He's still sitting in the front seat. I'm right back there. I push the little button to close it back down. <laughs> <laughs> and then he he looks uh, up funny. and he opens it again and i'm and i like kind of <laughs> walked away and then i walked right back and i hit it again <laughs> and he was awesome. so mad you know matt gets stop like, doing that ah! he's like yeah it was funny it was hilarious so but uh, but but the main the whole thing that caused this was so when i put all that hardware on there i had um i had put uh loctite on mm-hmm. all of the services except here's what i did the reason why i mentioned that you know i didn't want to i didn't like that hardware i had put one wing panel together with the original hardware and that was like i'm like i don't like this that's mm-hmm. when i went and got the other hardware started the other wing and the tail i went uh... back and put the other new hardware on and i didn't do the loctite because i'd done the loctite all at the same time with the other one so uh, it's my own yeah, well, darn fault there you go darn dart rc Crash. <laughs> <laughs> well, for those of you that are listening, uh, when I set up this podcast room, I said it was a lawn dart RC, but I spelled it L A R N instead of a W. So they're making fun of me. That's why they keep calling he me did, a lawn dart. Ain't that right? To acknowledge our southern roots that we don't uh, really uh, have. That's right. You don't really have it. I do. You don't you really don't. have southern roots <laughs> here. I have some southern roots. Southern, southern Alaska? Is that, is that yeah, southern, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, no, it wasn't even southern Alaska. Well, I guess exactly. Could, uh, depends how far uh, you go. You yeah. can get into Seattle almost. So okay. So the um, back to what you were talking about. You uh, you only forgot that. So you did change out the original hardware, but you just forgot to Loctite that. I forgot one. to Loctite them. Yeah, and I, I okay. think if, so it was only on one wing. Just the one wing. Everything else was rock solid. Well, my and then I noticed <laughs> my rudder. One of my rudders. One of the one of the. The servo itself, like the servo head, you know, you kind of screw them on to tighten them up. One mm-hmm. of those had come loose because I could tell my rudder was kind of flopping a little bit. And I'm like, ah. Does <laughs> that thing like vibrate or something? Like, what's the deal? Why do you, why is it? I, you know, why there must be a little bit of vibration. It didn't feel like it because I mean, the thing, I mean, <laughs> it felt amazing, you know, in the air. It didn't, I, yeah. I mean, yeah. but you got surfaces that are just detaching. That's yeah. a, that can't be a little vibration. That's got to be something more. Yeah. Like, what, really, Mike, like that to make sense to me. Mike, do you have ideas? Well, so first of all, when you go metal into metal, the metal does have a vibration to it. Yeah. Sure. Especially if you have a propeller. And, you know, in a jet, uh, it's not as bad because the rotation of the uh, of the turbine is actually... The frequencies you know, doing, are different, yeah. yeah the frequency is a little different. And, uh, you know, and and it depends on how long the the screw going into the into that three millimeter hole was. If well, I'm just thinking about like the servos, like you know, he had he said the servos. Well, the servos are moving was... though, right? I, I mean, know. Think, but think about it like, this have way: Have you really had that many screws come loose on your thing without Me? Loctite? No, I use Loctite. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You no, know, my problem is I probably just I use I use cheap Bazinga. ass you know, metal on metal on plastic. So I guess I don't have those problems. Like I don't no, get it. You don't. And so the metal, all right. So think about it this way: if you have all right, a, so if I'm using high tech, use Loctite. That's kind of no, no. It's any servo. Well, just, I, just think I, about I it mean, I'm, no, I'm but the high tech ones because they're because they're metal on metal is why why I said that. But no, I, it's I, a I, servo horn. The servo horn is what we're talking about, not yeah. the servo itself. Yeah, the servo horn because I, I actually they're they're yeah, aftermarket ones. They're not they're not not actually. Mm-hmm. 
um, okay, high tech one. So that was okay. Yeah, I just went right. up. You know, I went. I don't big, know. That just uh, on. They, they don't give you Loctite, so I guess they no, know. No, that no. This oh, well, they tell you in but the instructions. So yeah, yeah exactly. So, they yeah. don't even tell you to Loctite. No, they do. Right? No, they do. So oh, do yeah. they? Okay. So let's let's just kind of cover that just a little bit. We got a little time to do this, yeah. and uh, and so now I have I have a control arm that sticks out, and of course if you're on the podcast, you can't see my fingers here, but if you're on the YouTube page, you can. If you have a if you have a metal arm and you have a screw that screws in to the top part of it, every time you exercise that arm in the direct in the opposite direction of the way the screw is, you unscrew it by half a turn. So every time it unscrews, then it unscrews again, then it unscrews. So if he's flying around the pattern and he's constantly going to the left and it's unscrewing that screw, if there's not a nut on the bottom, because that's another thing that I do is I put the screw in and then I put a lock nut, uh, one of those nylocks on the bottom of it, on the jets, you'll have it. And so that way, when it goes back and forth, it may unscrew, but it's hitting a nylock on the bottom of it. And so, because oh, so, we're not using Z, the, a Z bend, I got it. Correct. The Z bend won't do it, but it, it but the screw will. And the screw, yeah. because it's on metal, every time it goes in, every time it goes, you know, left and right, it will actually push it up one, push it up one, push it up one. And so, by him flying around, you know, five or ten minutes with it, you know, doing the same direction, he was moving that out. And then on the second go around, he just needed a couple more turns, and it and it basically came out. To your point, Mike, if you have plastic, the plastic acts as a nylock, right? Because right. the nylock nut actually has plastic in it. Right. And so as it moves back and forth, the plastic holds on, and then the torsion of that will be up in the servo, you know, bracket right. as opposed to in the actual arm. Sure. So so that is, I mean, that's a valid point, and it's a hard lesson, you know, for Shannon. But at the same time, that's one of the things that people learned way back in the beginning of flying these big fast jets is that, Hey, every time you move that arm, it unscrews that screw. And so now we go, you know, for me, I don't just go to the edge of the servo arm. I go deep enough or I have a, you know, a a three millimeter screw as well, but then I get one that's maybe, you know, double the size so that I can put the nylock on the bottom. So it doesn't back out. And the real real problem with, for me on this is that, um, I can't say I told you so because I didn't know myself. So I, I uh, lose out on the idea of you saying I told, you so. I told you so, Shannon. You should have locked out, no, but time. I didn't know myself. <laughs> so I, can't, I, I miss out on that opportunity. I'm really kind of bummed right. about that. You are bummed out. You could point yeah, the finger I mean, in his face. Yeah. I mean, nice. this is like I barely get a chance to do that to Shannon, and, you know, I missed it. So, so that brings up a a valid point for Shannon as well. And for anybody that's doing it, um, when you start to move up to the larger size and this isn't his first 65 inch airplane, he's got big airplanes, but when you start moving up to those sizes, your, your control surfaces move a little farther. Right. And so that, that exercise of up and down, that may move that screw more than just it may move it a half a turn instead of like Plus an the eighth torque of a turn. and stuff, right? I mean, you got bigger servos. Yeah, you got bigger servos. That's correct. Yeah. And so you can actually break that, you know, that screw out of there. And and uh, so yeah, when you start getting more expensive servos and bigger servos, bigger control surfaces, you start having to kind of worry about that. Where if you're flying the the part in the park and just some foamy, it's not that big of a deal, yeah, right? right? I mean. And, you know, and you're not really that far that fast. I mean, these airplanes fly a little bit faster, a little higher. You know, you just have to kind of start thinking in, in broader terms of how do I, you know, how do I save that? So, Jay, your safety tip? 
uh, my, my safety tip of let's use, uh, you know, for, Shan- for Shannon. <laughs> use Loctite. Is that your safety right. tip? <laughs> Using Loctite. Sorry, I put him on the spot there. He wasn't ready. Yeah, yeah he wasn't ready. <laughs> Mr. Safety Guy. Ah, yeah. I know, Which, right? Fire just say what you were thinking, pill. Mike. Let me tell you something. I'll just, I'll agree. I'll agree know, with you. Right? Yeah. Well, you just were sitting there like you had a thought. So, you know. Well, so, you know, it's most important, once again, I mean, you know, using Shannon as an example, unfortunately, but, you know, pre-flights are very important. Everybody, you know, they go out and fly. Oh, I did a great job. And then they go out and fly again and they crash. And they're like, what happened? You know, well, yeah. stuff like that, you know, it probably would have been better to check all the control services. Now, I will ask, this is kind of rolling around in my brain, but what what made you want to start doing aerobatics on your maiden flight? The second flight. So I well, I mean, you know, I, he said he I did, did it on I, the maiden. I did. I did. Okay, I did uh, an, a roll and I did a loop and I did a split S. That's all I did. I mean, I wouldn't. I mean, that's. that's I mean, that's hardly aerobatics, Mike. Really. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I it mean, is out. I mean, it is come on. Out, come on. He, it is outside. He, broken, the, he he broke his plane. He, I mean, come on. Yeah. Don't. I mean, I'm I guess so. My my logic saying. and I, no, I'll, my logic is so I I've been flying the smaller version of that airplane and I. And mm-hmm. when I when I got into the air, it felt like I was flying the exact same airplane. So there you I go. did what I felt. I, was- I want to tell you something, though, Mike. You, you said that. And I was like, you know, if you and I went to the flying field and this was your first time flying this plane and uh, you put it up there and it didn't need any trim or whatever. And then you took it down, you know, parked it or whatever and started going through all those things. I guarantee you I would roll my eyes going, oh, my God. This guy, he's going to check every surface and make sure it's okay. You're darn right. And, yep. Yeah, no, and I know you would. Like, and, and you should, right? Given, given this example, it's a perfect reason why you should. But I'm, right. I'm telling you, like, just me personally, I, I would have I flown it again without even looking at it because it flew so well. And, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I totally get, you know, I bet there's nine guys that would fly that thing again. That's true. And you know what? You can ask Jay because Jay is a perfect example. What did we do on the Bison Maiden? Yeah, after we, we brought it back down, then we kind of put it back on the on the, on the the uh, bench and looked over it again. Because, yeah, because Mike to, was standing sure. there. Yeah, that's well, true. No. Yeah, but if Mike wasn't standing there, you wouldn't have done that. Like, if it was just you and me, I'd be like, go around. Let's do this. You if it had been AK Mike standing there, there you'd have been yeah. hovering that thing. I was like, give me that controller. This is great. Bang that down on the deck. Let's see yeah, how come that on, landing man. gear can take it. Come you didn't on. bang those sticks nearly enough. Let's do this. That's right. And, yeah. That's and, why they and call me bang bang. It would yeah. be a pile afterwards. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. 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 But, no, I, you know, I'm, I'm just saying that's just yeah, a little overconfidence, you know. Like, okay, I know this plane. Yeah, I can do it. But, and, and that's 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 a valid point because you have an airplane like it, and then you felt comfortable with it, and you're like, this is fine just like it. And, you know, there wasn't that connection of, oh, this is a new airplane. I should check it. It was like, this is an old, familiar right. feeling, right. and it flies. It's just, just like, like it I did. expected yeah. it. It flies yeah. exactly like I want it to, and totally. no trim, and that does give a false sense. Yeah. Uh, All right, so security. let me just ask this question this way. If common sense is the things that happen out of just, like, common events, mm-hmm. right? Mike would say it's common sense to take the plane down, check everything and whatever. But if nine guys out of 10 would fly that thing again without looking at it, isn't that what's considered the current common sense for the day? 
I don't know. As I always say, luck breeds confidence. And, so, and, and yeah. you're, you're totally right about that. Again, I'm not trying to say what Shannon did was right or what I would do was right, but I'm just saying, like, that's what a lot of guys do. No, I'm, so, I'm, I'm going to agree with you, and I think Shannon will too, that if we stood out at the field, there are probably 19 out of 20 guys that would take right. it up there on their very first flight and start ripping it around. Oh, right. yeah. And then if something let loose, they'd be like, that, yeah. oh, man, something let loose. Okay, yeah. well, why did it? Because you were up there, you know, freaking 50 Gs on the thing, you yeah. know, making it you know, roll around. When in reality, if you just went around, even if there was no trim, just get it around a couple of times. That's yeah. all it needs. You know, do yeah. three or four circuits, land yeah, it, check it, and then check it. Because yeah. I will tell you that aerobatics are great. If your airplane is in, is in great condition and it's all locked up, you're fine, right? But this would have been a chance for Shannon to come down and, you know, look at it and then go, hey, this surface feels a little loose. Or maybe you just pick it up and look at it and go, holy crap, this, you know, screw Screw's is almost, almost out. out. Yeah. And then he could have corrected it, then gone up and done all that stuff. And yeah, right. because he was doing rolls, I guarantee you, he didn't do a half roll with a half stick. You did a full stick rotation because yeah. that's what guys do. And yeah. you do two of those, three of those. That been that may have just been enough to get that to Pull come that screw out. up. Yep. Yeah, you just know, you, you know, I th I think the other thing too here is we we want to fly the plane and. Mm. The idea that I didn't do a good enough job is something. This is what I call the law of details. Mm -hmm. Like, for example, Jay and I have had at least 10 different uh, uh, events where we're strapping the battery down and it moves a little bit, but like it doesn't come out of its spot. It's like, it'll be fine. Like, we're just going <laughs> to fly it like that. It'll be fine. Yeah. I found like, that out when I was at the field. <laughs> and, and then, and then we fly it around and we're like being really nice with it and whatever. And of course, now you're exhilarated and you've forgotten that that thing moves, that battery moves yeah. and you jack that sucker around because you're ready to fly. And all of a sudden the battery slips back to the tail and you're like, Oh, Oh yeah. The battery slipped. Yeah, I got to get this down now. Right. Right. Yeah. And so I, you know, again, I, uh, you know, your way is right, Mike. There's you know, like my eye roll. You don't deserve my eye roll. You don't deserve it because it's the right thing to do. But sure. I mean, more times than not, especially with a, with a, arf why yeah. would i think the instructions for the arf would somehow lead me astray except for the fact that might sell me another it plane but it does well well but I'm, except for the fact that they might, might want to sell me a new plane right yeah no, exactly. no, silly uh, parts. Uh, but i'm not going to say anybody's malicious they just they just don't say hey you know you should probably check this on the second flight and by the way you know mm. your first flight should yeah. be like really chill actually it does say that in these because because you know does the it? guys that make this you know i don't know extreme flight or whoever you know um yeah i i think you know they kind of gear it towards you know real pilots not not the every True. not the just the i go fly on Sunday not in me the park yeah so no not, you know you're, you're a regular pilot you know well yeah but i mean i'm not i mean i don't i, I call myself i'm a, I'm a weekend pilot yeah. like i'm yeah it, it, because because i don't have mike's mindset like I am the wrong guy to be <laughs> checking out a plane. Like really, hey Mike, will you fly this for me? I can fly this plane for you, but I am the wrong guy to be. Good doing thing this. you're not in court. I will fly, it, but I'll still do it. They just throw. They just throw I'll the book at you right there. Yeah, you know? that's right. Exactly. Like, yeah. Mike needs a lawyer. Lawyer, <laughs> 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 Mike. I'll uh, call Sweet James. Well, I bring my I, lawyer with me. Yeah, I, I, I can. So, I can solve that, Mike. Ratchet up the amount 
of cost that you have flying around up there, I guarantee you that will change your mindset. Yep. Which is why I fly the cheapy foams that I right. foamies that right. I do. Right. Because I know I know this about me. I'm not to the point where I will like, okay, I need to, you know, did I check that? I'm gonna double check it. It's right. like, you know, right. measure twice, cut once. I, I'm I'm the kind of guy, you know, to measure once, cut once, and you know, if it's not long enough, figure out how to <laughs> just cut it. another one. <laughs> yeah. Another one, yeah. Uh, just glue all the sawdust uh, back on yeah, that end. I mean, uh, <laughs> there's got to be a way to fix this. Yeah, Mike's, Mike's more, more like, oh, I, yeah, I got some glue stick in the in the in the, in the trunk. That's yeah, yeah exactly. we, let's go for it. Exactly. Go that's for it. it. Uh, that's funny. Do not let me change the ring on your toilet. Like, no, that's not me. do not. <laughs> that that's a catastrophic situation right there. I can exactly. tell. Exactly. So. Well, I will tell you that uh, we are very excited that um, you know you're going to be able to put it back in the air. I when you first told us what happened, he uh, Shannon sent us a Facebook uh, message and it had a little or a text message, I guess, and it had a little picture of his two airplanes. And the one was <laughs> from my little picture on the phone. I looked at it and went, "No," you know, because yeah. it looked like it was just devastated, like just augered in. And he was just like, eh, "Not a good day." And I was <laughs> I was feeling so bad for you. But now that I heard that maybe, you know, a couple of wing panels and I do know the new motor box because I have uh, one of the airplanes, uh, my MXS that broke yep. the motor box and I have a new one sitting over here too. So I do know that they made it, you know, good enough that you could replace some of the parts and the yep. airplane's still in production. So you, you can still get a hold of that stuff. So yep. that's good news. And um, yep, if you would like, I have some extra Loctite over here. You're welcome to borrow it. So. <laughs> well, no, it's, 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 it's going to be on the Loctite. Now it's going to be the longer screws and the the uh, lock nuts. And the, the yeah. nylon nuts. Yep. There you yep. go. Yeah. Now he's yeah. going to get six millimeter screws and not really check the length of it. <laughs> it's going to hit the edge of the servo thing. <laughs> One of those things hanging from your ailerons. I don't know. This screw's about 10 inches long. You know, that sucker's never coming out. Uh, why did the elevator catch the rudder ah, it must have been the longer down. screws i used so uh so here's a, a quick question for you i know we're running out of time but this is a question when you put the screw into uh the control horn did you screw the screw up into the control horn or did you screw down onto uh the way the, they were it was down because i couldn't do it up because so the, you went from the top down yeah, right yeah okay yeah so a lot of guys, uh, well, because that's way. another thing, right? Uh, a lot of guys will screw because they want to get to the screw. Right. They'll screw up not, into yeah. it. And then yeah. to me, that f if it unscrews, it falls away. Right. And then, you then got the gravity helping it. Yeah, right. got gravity. The control surface is not hooked up at all at that point, yeah, right? Because yeah, yeah. gravity's pulling down. So if you do it from the inside, and you so want your the, nylon it, goes underneath. Yep. Right. And you want, on, if you're... Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say on some of them, like in in this airplane right here, uh, underneath you can't get to the top of it, so it is underneath, and that's why there's a nylock on top. So now you can put a wrench up top and screw it in there. But on on the majority of the ones that I try to do that have the servos where they're kind of sideways, I always try to put it where you know if if it did come loose or the nylock fell off, the the bolt doesn't just fall apart; it stays in the hole. Because in Shannon's case, when you have those metal ones, you're actually going through the servo horn which has threads and then through the ball joint and then into the, into the nylon. Yep. So, but yeah, it was just a quick question. I was just wondering, uh, some guys do, some guys don't, but, um, yeah, the nylocks are probably a better, better way yep. to go. They're already, I already got them. So. <laughs> I'm just going to say, I told you so. I told you so. I know. Well, Mike can tell you, I told you so later, but. Yeah. 
Well, it's a good safety tip. Make sure you uh, double check. Uh, and, you know, honestly, my way is not the best way. I just that's just the way I do things. And I think it has a lot to do with my background as a real pilot. You know, yep. every time you go fly, when you come down, you fully inspect your airplane before you go back up. That's just something I do because your life is on the line. In this particular case, you know, nobody's going to get hurt other than your pride and your your wallet. Yep. But in my case, you know, even from a small to the bigger airplanes, you you, you know, you may, you want to make sure that all the screws are in place and nothing's hanging off and you know you just went and flew and it may be a nice easy flight but something could have rattled loose and you know motor mounts jay and i had a flight one time where uh, i think it was on the pits right the pits mm -hmm. s12 we went to took it out nice and gentle around we checked everything went up i went like something's not right we brought it right back down and sure enough the uh, motor mounts had vibrated loose so the motor Thanks. was just rattling around in there and had we just you know ah screw it you know we could just go up there I wouldn't own that airplane. Go either. faster. Yeah. It'll be fine. <laughs> go faster. Well, the faster you go, go the less that noise makes. Yeah, that's right? why it, won't, it, it doesn't after. vibrate as much when you go faster. Yep. Yeah. That is hilarious. So, well, we uh, are kind of out of time, but uh, Shannon, we're going to check back in with you uh, to make sure that uh, things are going all right. All and right. Uh, hopefully, you'll be uh, with us uh, again. I, I know you missed a podcast or two. You're I'm busy, sorry. but. No worries. We love having you on and I uh, think we're making a permanent addition here. So Shannon's, uh, Shannon's going to be one of our new co-hosts. Love it. So we're excited about love that. It. Yeah. Plus we're well, going to have a rebuild uh, series, right? Because he's going to be uh, showing us how to rebuild this plane. Yeah. That's correct. We should have a rebuild. So, yeah, absolutely. So, well, good news. And uh, actually, uh, yeah, safety tip. Make sure you use Loctite. Check your uh, control services after your maiden flight. And uh, if you have, uh, you know, a story for us, send it to parkflyerpodcast.gmail.com. And give us a ring and a thumbs up and a like on our, uh, on our YouTube page. So we appreciate it. So, Harry, from uh, Arizona, I'm uh, Mike. And from Texas, I'm Jay. <laughs> Thank you, Mike and Texas. And from Ace of the AZ, it's Shannon G. Signing up. There you go. See, we had to give him the, the best one for the sign-up. Right? So, right. Like there I say, he's the coolest dude. I know. Let's fly. You have been listening to the Park Flyer Podcast. Thank you for joining us, and we look forward to your next visit. Please give our show a star rating and review, and feel free to email us your questions, topics, or suggestions to parkflyerpodcast at gmail.com. Thank you.